Yeah. Keep some money in my pocket if you want to blow cameras still. And, and he was recording his wife and their baby, right? And she's like, she's like, say hi to daddy, hi to daddy. And then the kid looks at the camera and says, oh, father, you paid entirely way too much for that camcorder. <laughs> I don't know why when I was a kid, bro. Because, <laughs> yeah, I think that was before, like, CGI and everything. So, like, that was like, you see the kid talking like an adult. Because that wasn't really a thing back then. It was really funny. Ha! Ah, ah, oh! Yeah. Wait, you've been recording this whole thing? Oh, oh no. no. What time is moment? It is. Hey, I, I had a great moment with my father when Nobody I was Nobody wants they heard it. That I don't give a fuck. Shit. It's sorry. time for don't Florida leave. and Haiti. Important moment to me. Number oh, one sports bitch. podcast. And over that yeah. Y'all slap shot knees. We did. That podcast could only be known by one name. Because anytime like we'd be joking around like that, he'd be like, he'd be like, father, 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 like, oh father, and then he'd say, he'd be like, <laughs> that podcast is named Boss. <laughs> Cute, like shit. Barbecue tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama! Hey, yo, booty. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I need to knock his ass out. Get him up. Wake him up, nails. A sports podcast. That was a movie. Yeah, that's probably the next So, I was like, moving on. Bad joke of the week. Hey, you didn't tell me oh. Zion Williamson was playing today. What episode is this? I don't know what episode is it. Yo, y'all are trash. I mean, this is what happens when you don't write an agenda. How many times are you going to keep saying that? <laughs> How about you write the agenda? No, I'm not right. <laughs> you got a whole college degree. You know, not uh, right. I don't. That's what's up. We're on episode seventy six. We're on episode seventy six. Sebastian Vaughn. Yeah. Seventy six. Sebastian Vaughn, I think. Isn't that Orlando Pace too? Played for the St. Louis Rams. Orlando Pace mm-hmm. won number seventy six. Yeah. Heck yeah! I knew I was right about that. Uh, who else? Josh Klein. No, he's like sixty seven. Josh Klein. Something Klein from Patriots. Josh Klein. This Philadelphia 76ers. Huh? Huh? Oh. Yeah, I guess. Good one. That works. Probably I mean, somebody in hockey that's fine like shit. They the 76ers. Ain't that your sport, Buddha, bro? Who in hockey wore 76? Wow. I have no idea. Marion Motley, one of the first black players that ever played football, wore 76. Ooh. Lou the Toe Groza wore number 76. Lou Groza? Lou Groza, the toe. He used to kick field goals with his toe. The and then Groza you have Roosevelt Greer. Roosevelt Greer. Wow. <laughs> they called him Rosie Greer. He was actually a very influential football player. Yeah, because he... <laughs> Please don't be that guy today. He was an actor too, and a singer. He was a D tackle. 
All right, well, now that that's out of the way, I guess it's time for the dad joke of the week. You already had it. That was that shit at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke that involves your dad. Dad joke of the week. (laughs) (laughs) This is my last one. It's been real, y'all. It's a joke with your dad. That's so exciting, Buddhist. I mean, technically, I'm not wrong. I didn't say anything. For technicality's sake. For all intents and purposes. Just to be frank. For all intents and purposes. Go ahead, bro. You can have your second joke of your dad. Do your dad joke of the week, bro. Be great, bro. What does the sign... On an out of business brothel, say. I don't know what a brothel is, so. A whorehouse. Wow. <laughs> My virgin ears. <laughs> Job. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what does the sign on an out of business brothel say? Beat it, we're closed. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's funny. It was good. I have the energy to laugh at that one, but that was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. You don't need to find a second one. That was that was enough. That was that was that's fine. I'm about to get into dirty jokes like for like the next Whoa. few weeks. You know what that means? It means he's running out of material, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be the joke of the week. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious, bro. So what are we getting into? I mean, isn't it? If you don't shut your sound What's engineer up? ass up. That's crazy. You know, we need to go into the sound engineer room and shut up. And sound engineer. I'm here. You're supposed to do it before we record, asshole. Hey, listen, I was making sure I was. Are you talking back? (laughs) 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 Off down, speak. You're fine. That's crazy as hell. I'm going to talk back to you. He did. In your house. So are you talking about the NFL right now? Or the AAF? The A A F The A A A A F A The Ah Well, there's really not much to say about the AAF other than uh Somebody got some at Well that, but they almost like the company almost folded. Wow. They had to get an emergency $250 million um, lent to them. I thought that was backed by the NFL. Because there was a technical glitch and a lot of the players didn't get paid. So they had to... Well, that's what they, that's what they called it. So I guess the owner of what uh, whatever hockey team is in um, Charlotte or in North Carolina... I can't wait for him to not get his money. There's a hockey team in North Carolina? I don't know. There's something. He's the owner of some team. Can't wait for him and uh, he, he donated the money, so now he's getting like an ownership Oh, the state. Carolina Hurricanes. The yes. donated $250. There didn't used they're, to be a team there. That's yeah, one of the newer teams. Yeah, their CEO owner. Yeah, so you're saying Tom like, Dundon. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to make him like chief of football operations or something like that. Niggas is donating Or chief financial or something. Yeah. Nigga got $250 million to donate? Mm-hmm. He owns an NHL team. Fuck sense. 
It's probably all in assets, but I mean, she, she still got it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's um, yeah, a little up. So I wanted to bring to the attention. I wanted to bring to the attention that uh, how many games has has been played so far? In the AAF? Yeah, how many games? Two, Two or three. Two. Well, I think week one was when we were in Colorado. So, yeah, this is... Second. So, two. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so two. the one thing that I kind of wanted to bring attention to is these stats and these players. Um, oh, yeah. Some are going to the league next year. So, like, some... I think, mm-hmm. like, more on defense than offense. Mm-hmm. There's no guys on offense that's really, like, snapping. Like, I'm going to go through every team because there's only eight. And I just want to, like... You got to remember this year how crazy it was statistically after two games. Like, we had players that had, like, 300 yards rushing, 400 yards passing, so on and so forth, right? So, team leaders for the Arizona Hot Shots. Passing yards, 469, John Walford. The number one rusher is Jarrell Presley with 121. And the receiving yards leader is Rashad Ross with 170. Behind him, Josh Huff. I don't know if you remember Josh Huff from the University of Oregon. He's got 87 through two games. Trash. The Atlanta Legends, which the offensive coordinator is Mike Vick. He's the OC? Yeah. That's one of them. Matt Sims, however, has 286 yards passing. Lawrence Pittman, yes. Lawrence Pittman has 66 yards rushing. I hope it's through two games. That'd be crazy if it wasn't. Let's find out. That's actually a good question. Let's see what some of these records is. Let's look at the standings. Let's see. Let's see. (coughs) Standings. Standings. So, so far... Yeah, the Atlanta Legends are 0-2. Every team has played two games so far. Atlanta is 0-2. So, 266 yards rushing. And after that, what I'd say was... Uh, I mean, 266 yards passing. And how many yards rushing? 66. 66. Wow. The Birmingham Iron. Leading rusher, 436... I mean, leading receiver, 436... Ah, sorry. Leading passer, 436 yards. Luis Perez. I don't even know who that is. Are you ready for this? The leading rusher is 99 yards. Trent Richardson. <laughs> He's got like three or four touchdowns too, right? Mm-hmm. Quentin Patton has 151 yards receiving, though. Okay. Um, Trent Richardson, even though he's got three touchdowns, he's averaging 2.4 yards per carry. Yeah, he's trash. Memphis Express, you got the leading passer, Christian Hackenberg, 189 yards passing. Garbage. He is 24 for 48. And then the leading rusher is Zach Stacy, 159 yards rushing through two games. Leading receiver, Reese Horn, 84 yards. He's got seven receptions for 84 yards, no touchdown. The Orlando Apollos. Now, this team, they got a little something. Leading passer, Garrett Gilbert. That name sounds very familiar, by the way. Garrett Gilbert has 620 yards passing. Leading rusher, 92 yards. You already know what they're doing. And their leading receiver is Charles Johnson, 252 receiving yards. 
the Salt Lake Stallions. These yes. names. Austin Allen, 114 yards passing. Josh Woodrum, 103 yards passing. Joel Buagnon, 109 yards Buagnon. rushing. And Anthony Denham, 70 yards receiving in two games. The Houston, the San Antonio Commanders, Logan Woodside, set 478 yards. Rushing yards, Kenneth Farrow, the second, 111. Leading receiver, Mikhail McKay. 116 yards. The San Diego Fleet. Leading passer, Philip Nelson, 210 yards. Jaquan Gardner, 151 yards rushing. And Brian, Barr, 90, Brian Brown, 93 yards receiving. So I'm trying to get to. So we've been through two games. We've yet to see a rusher have over 200 yards. And there's, and, only, and there's only 10 games in the season. Exactly. So what it tells me is, is exactly... What I, I think this league was going to prove in the first place is that a lot of these players that don't get drafted, a lot of these players that don't get picked up or is not on the team, I mean, it's for a reason. Not trash. I mean, Gary Gilbert, he seemed like he's the only one. I mean, he got 620 yards through two games, but what is that really saying? You trash. Um, you trash as fuck. Gary Gilbert used to be a Patriot. You trash. And he is from SMU. Trash. And he played for Texas, too. That's where I know their name from, Garrett Gilbert, Texas. So, yeah. So, I mean, I personally feel like, before I even get into my next question, I'm going to ask y'all, I mean, what do you guys really care for the stats? Do stats speak to y'all as, like, a fan, personally? Like, do you really... Shit, if you played in the AFL, hell yeah. Yeah, do you, do you like, gauge stats as, as, as like, a... What's the word? A benchmark to rate a player? Um, yeah, because you kind of have to if you want to get to the next. You know, I still do even at the NFL. Echelon. I still do even at the NFL. I feel like stats isn't the end all be all, of course, but I mean, like it matters. Like for example, if you have six hundred yards receiving, right? That doesn't sound like a phenomenal year. It's a decent year, right? But let's say you got them 600 yards on 30 or 40 receptions and you only got 55, 60 targets, meaning that, and two drops. That means out of all the opportunities you had, you had two drops. The other ones must have been out of the way. So you made the most of it. You got the ball 60 60 times. You had 40 to 50 catches for 600 yards and let's say like four or five touchdowns. That's effective. That tells me if you get first receiver, either you have a really good first receiver that's giving you that opportunity to take off, or if you get on the team and you get first receiver looks, you're going to give me Pro Bowl numbers. That's kind of how I look at it. It's not necessarily like a, oh, it's not a deal breaker, but I still look at it. So with the AAF, I expected certain players to kind of like rise to the top. In the words of the illustrious macho man Randy Savage, the cream always rises to that's the top. Why, that's what I'm saying. There yeah, matters. dig it. Yeah. There it matters. In the NFL, it don't matter. So, like, at the end of the day, bro, like, I mean, it is a minor league for the NFL for sure, but it's not feeling like it's that league that is, like, the tier under, if that makes any sense. I feel like these guys are, like, a couple of notches below. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. like, we could take practice teams, put them in the AAF, and they would spaz. That's personally how I feel. Yeah. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's how you got to look at it, too. Like, these guys weren't good enough to even make practice squads. So, like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, the league is cool. You feel me? Like, I like the AAF just because it's it's fundamental football. But in the lowest octave of keys, I really want to see fundamental football with some phenomenal athletes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see Trent Richardson... Carry the rock three times in a row Unless he for, it to be, for it to be fourth down and two. This was his chance to ball. It, it, it to is be. his chance to ball, and he needs to. He's supposed to be here. He's, he's got to be. Wasn't he a almost a, tri- a Heisman Trophy winner? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be spazzing right now. So are we rooting for the home team, the Orlando Apollos? Yeah. I would low-key go to an Orlando Apollo game if it was cheap enough. I'd be down. I'd go... Honestly, but if, if how trash these niggas play. But if they're gonna be waxing me, well actually Orlando Apollos is the best team in the league. That's the one the that has Garrett Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. They're out here spazzing on teams, but they blew out a team like the other day, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure. I, I could be wrong. But I'll take it. XFL's gonna be the league where these niggas go spazzing. I'm gonna go to those games too in Tampa. Yeah. Um we'll see. Oh, the head coach is Steve Spurrier? Head coaches, he's, I mean, that might actually be a reason why he's doing all right. Yeah, 37, 29, 24, 12. So, I mean, they, they definitely, they definitely have something. Um, as far as the AAF, I think they got something. I just think what they need to do is, I think they have a lot of guys who are kind of like a little overage. Bro, the tickets are like, like twenty bucks each for the nosebleeds. Like it's not even bad, bro. AF. Yes. Yeah. So like, what I what I think they need to do now is now that they've kind of got these vets that's trying to prove themselves and get back in the league, these young guys who don't get into the league, these young guys who don't make it into the league mm-hmm. and play like D three, D two, NAIA, and are trying to get on. Those are the guys that you should be picking up next go around. Like you need to scoop all these guys up, give all of them a chance. Like, scoop them all up. Matter of fact, you should be able to poach some guys off the practice squad. Like, look, I know the practice squad is giving you good money, and we're not going to give you quite that good. However, you're going to get exposure. You're going to get film from other teams. You know what I'm saying? So I I think they do. They definitely got something. And I'm I'm shocked because I swore the NFL was backing them. So to hear that they got a $250 million donation, the, maybe the NFL isn't backing them like we thought. Maybe the NFL is just giving them that exposure, maybe, versus it being backed financially. Um, They may not be backed financially, but they may be backed contractually. Considering okay. considering they have that stipulation, if you played for such and such teams, you have to play on this team. You know, because remember we went through that whole thing with all right. the, like, there wouldn't be some rules like, oh, if you played for the Dolphins last, you have to play for the Orlando team, like if they weren't affiliated somehow. There's, so, there it's is some be, kind of affiliation. It's, a, it's maybe be a, a standalone. Correct, league. a standalone entity. But so if things get messed contractually, up, and they, maybe they have first claims to a player. Or yeah, it might like it that. might be a standalone league because I'm pretty sure the NFL doesn't want to wrap their hands around that if it fails. So yeah, that would make sense. I I, I could dig that. I mean, I like the I like the concepts. I like the ideas. Like I said, the fact that it's it's a lot more pass happy. I mean, that's where the league is going. But I think like that's even more of an incentive for these running backs to spaz. Like you're not getting that many touches. Right. So every time you get the ball, like 
take off. Um, I, I've seen a couple of games. I haven't watched the game in full quite yet. Um, it's definitely lacking the excitement of NFL and NCAA games. Um, I don't know. I'm still trying to gauge if it's because it's actually not entertaining or if it's because I'm kind of not giving it, I guess, fair a fair look, per se. Right? Because, you know, like sometimes, for example, if you're eating Frosted Flakes and somebody gets you Sugar Flakes, right, you're going to, even though you're eating it, the back of your mind is like, this ain't real Frosted Flakes. Like, what the hell? Even though it tastes very similar mm-hmm. to Frosted Flakes, but you're still like, I don't <coughs> like it. Right? And, I, and I'm trying, I'm really trying to gauge if I'm not, if this league really just is boring or if I'm just really here like, this ain't the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, we'll, we'll see. Time will tell. I mean, the first couple of games I've seen have been all right. The one that we watched in Colorado wasn't too, too bad. That one, that one was kind of exciting. That was a San Antonio oh, team. Bitch. I'm not mistaken. Not Zion. Oh. So he busted out of his shoe, but man, how you bust out of your shoe, bitch? I hope you wasn't whoever it is that you wear. You need to never wear those shoes again. Zion Williamson just bust out his shoes, ladies and gentlemen. So we're done with that, and we're moving to the N F. L, the N-A-F-A-L-A. Niffle, 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 Who's doing sniffles that you're not gonna hear? Nobody. I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to like mess with the sound and like bear, like pick it up and like. You know they got uh motor rank 69, uh overall out of all players. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's top of the third for all. Listen, again. Pro- and and we we we've we've mentioned this. Teams are pro- are projecting or people not teams, but people are projecting he may go the second round I to think, uh, Kansas City. Are you ready for this? So check this out. Motor. I see five teams that could really benefit off of Motor, which is why I think he's gonna go second round. That's my prediction. I think he's gonna go second round. Can I guess two of them? Yeah, sure. Indianapolis Colts. No, because the running back that they have is spazzing. But he he would be a good he would be a good number two. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, there's a need for him in Kansas City. I'll explain why. They lost Kareem Hunt. Um and Motor has the ability. Motor has the ability to break tackles, which is very underrated in the NFL. Mm-hmm. A lot of these running backs that get on, they love using speed. Like for example, Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen gets on, people think it's because of his speed, but it's not. Because he's not the fastest player in the league. He's up there. But he breaks tackles. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he does. He, he breaks tackles, and, and that's important. He's twitchy. <clears throat> Correct. And and I think Motor falls along that line. He's not tall. He's he's a little... He's stocky, right? He's, he's a little thick. But he's he's able to break tackles. That's that's what it, bo- that's what it boils down to. Stay like, we've seen enough FAU games, I think, between the four of us to admit 
and the man can break tackles. And he's <clears throat> and he's decent in the receiving game too. I mean, I all I needed to see on motor was when when they played Oklahoma. Watching him go to work against Oklahoma, he didn't have his best game, obviously, but. The fact that he was able to make plays against Oklahoma told me, like, yo, like he could have went to a bigger school and made some noise. So, I like I like him there. That's that's one Kansas City. Detroit. Some of them might throw you off. Detroit, no. Detroit, Detroit just needs a new offense. They got the they got the red the pieces there. They're just not using it correctly. The New York Jets depends on their offseason. You're close though. The Seattle Seahawks. No, they have two running backs. The Houston Texans. They have Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller's going to leave soon. Yeah, and Lamar know. Miller be getting hurt. Yeah, they can go there. So, so they, they don't get Le'Veon. Le'Veon, I, I think, love, goes to New York. I, would love there. <clears throat> I think he goes to I think he goes to New York. New York what? Jets. Jets. Oh. Jets got over a million, a hundred million dollars in cap space. They can get about four or five players at a really... Wonderful contract. People were saying if the Jets, people were saying they're close. They're 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 doing well too. But people were saying the Jets have enough cap room to where they could legitimately, if their front office knows what they're doing, to pick up like four heavy hitters. The Jets don't have a. The Jets have Adam Gase. Yeah, he's not going. That seems to be a dumpster fire. Listen, I look. I'm just throwing out this scenario. Who? Antonio Brown? I think. Just so we're just so we're clear, let me give the. The top 10 teams as far as uh, cap space goes. Okay. The Colts are number one, 107.8 million. Not sexy enough. The, for, for, for motor right now? For mo- or you said the, the Colts are number what? One. In cap space? 100, yes. Colts? The Colts, 107.8 million. Okay. Jets are number two, 99.6 million. Okay. Browns are three, 79.3 million. Mm-hmm. Bills are four, 79.2 million. Mm-hmm. Texans are five, 78.5, or 78 million. Uh, Raiders are six, seventy one point two million. Uh, 49ers are seven, sixty five point two. Seahawks are eight, fifty two. Uh, Bengals are nine, fifty point four, and Cowboys are ten, forty seven point nine. So, I think two predictions. I wouldn't be shocked if wherever AB goes, Le'Veon goes, and the other way around. Oh, good. <laughs> now, secondly, I wish. I think. Miami is a good front runner. Oh, God. Antonio going back to the crib. He's from Miami. He went to New Orleans. He's from the crib. I can see him going to the Dolphins. Legit, like he's he's at that place in his career now where it's either rings or happiness. And if I ain't gonna get on the team that's gonna give me rings, I'm gonna go to the place where I'm gonna be happy. So I think I can see Miami if Antonio go. What am I gonna see Miami? I see if I see Miami and I see San Fran. But personally. Miami wasn't. My, wait, no. Miami doesn't have the Miami bread, bread, bro. Huh? Miami has the least amount of money in Caspers. That's true because the Tannehill they gotta let that boy go. And you got to absorb Antonio Brown's contract too. Now I said I said the cheese for Motor. Number two, I just said one of the teams, San Francisco. Yeah. Could use Motor. Motor would eat in that offense. I mean, it sucked because both the running backs got hurt this year, though. Seattle. They because they got Jarek McKinnon and Matt See, Breida. Seattle got two. See, Motor would find Motor. Yeah, Motor would find his way in, in that McKinnon and and Breida. Motor would find his way to get in on that. The mm-hmm. other two in Seattle. The thing with again, the thing with Seattle's running backs is they break tackles and they run hard. McKinnon. 
McKinnon, I don't know how he was going to do this year, but he was never really a break tackle kind of guy. He was a north-south runner. Right. I create contact. I'm going to get you six yards in a cloud of dust. Brita can't break tackles. He's just fast. That's what he does. I get to the outside and I make plays. He's fast. He's sure. fast. So Motor would find his way and be almost like that Duke Johnson Chubb situation where they kind of need that third. Well, they do have that third, don't they? Kareem Hunt. No. Yeah, so shit. They straight. Yeah, because they shipped out Carlos Hyde. So wait. Where's Carlos Hyde at? Jacksonville. Yeah. Number three. Only because this position is marred by injuries, this team should definitely look into picking him up. The Los Angeles Chargers. Who is their running back right now? They they got Jip from oh, Wisconsin Lovin Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. And he keeps getting hurt. He gets hurt every year. Motor could have stepped up. This year, though. He did. Gordon Gordon got hurt. When? I he did have a good year, but he also got hurt because I picked up his backup, Jackson. And Jackson did okay for like a game or two. But Melvin Gordon got hurt. I'm telling you. Melvin Gordon rushed for 885 yards, 10 touchdowns. And he messed up his MCL against the Ravens. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. He got hurt. So he could eat there. Okay. Uh, That's three. <clears throat> Uh, number four, because once again, this place and the injuries, even though there's a really good running back over there, but he always gets hurt, would be Minnesota. Border could go to Minnesota and eat. I thoroughly believe he would eat. Now, this last team that I have, I saved them for last because I think this is the best team that he can get on and eat right away. Green Bay Packers. They need a running back. If Motor goes to the Green Bay Packers, where you're always concerned about Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be the next Sony Michelle. He'll be the next Sony. Because he's going to get on. He's only going to have to worry about running the ball. He ain't going to have to worry about being game-planned about because he has top two quarterback in the league when he's healthy year in, year out. I, I mean, I... I just feel like that's the best team, the Green Bay Packers. And that's my top five. Top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five. So, I like that. Um, before we continue, um, and, and uh, I don't know if you guys have anything to bring up. I don't know if we spoke about any about Colin Kaepernick last week, did we? None of this had happened yet. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, no, so, we were, yeah, we were going to Before about it. I weigh in, and before I allow for y'all to weigh in, um, Allow for us to win. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't mean I didn't mean it like that. Bye, we gotta bro. wait for permission from now. Oh my gosh! So may I weigh in on the situation, no, sir? <laughs> um, no, I was gonna say. So if Kaepernick, if and when Kaepernick gets picked up by a team, mm. is this quote unquote boycott officially done now? I mean, shouldn't the boycott be over now? I feel like. People have been not so legitimate about this boycott. The point was missed, so. I feel like people talk... There's a lot of people who talked a lot about this boycott, but... The point was missed, so... Now he's about to, now he's about to get criticized. 
Mm-hmm. People are about to come at Kaepernick now and be like, oh, you did this just to get bread. Just or to get paid because you were trash. Either that or, um, you know, you were just looking for the, the come up because if you really were into the fight, why stop fighting? Why would their settlement offer be anything if you were really trying to prove a point? But then there's also the counter argument that, hey, by taking the, the settlement, that's basically the NFL admitting guilt. <laughs> it is. So, like, it, so in a sense, it's a win-win. You know, so it's really just however you look and at that's it. That's kind of how I look at it. I look, like the, I look at it like the NFL. They knew it was up. They knew it was up. So they'd rather admit guilt than have people actually see but the thing is not if you don't whatever get, evidence if you don't get there was. Up, though, it's, not, it's a problem. If you don't get picked up and he's okay with that, that's an issue. People playing the XFL, baby. Well, I heard I heard you couldn't get picked up during this whole thing was happening because it's a conflict of interest. I, I for just, you to get picked up while you're doing like a case or whatever. That's why what Eric Reed's part of the case and he got picked up. Eric was on the team. Eric mm-hmm. was on the team before no. it happened. Yeah, but then he wasn't on a team, didn't get signed by anybody because he was in on the case, and then he got signed by the Panthers. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, because going into this year, he wasn't on a team. But maybe the NFL looking at it like, well, this is the main guy. You know, Eric Reed might have jumped on the case. I don't think the case was always Kaepernick yeah, and Reed. Yeah, I don't think it was. Eric Reed hopped on that bitch. Yeah. That yeah, be- I know Eric Reed hopped on I'm just, I just would feel like the NFL would look at it like if we sign this guy... He can't really say recruiting against him because we signed him. Sure. NFL already took an L, but they might as well sign him. And if they don't, then and he is okay with that, then that's a problem. Yeah, <clears throat> that's fair. That's very fair. Because um, then it looks like you just did it for the bread. Okay. And so, you, I mean... You brought awareness, but then you got yourself a lot of money. So now that we're kind of going down that road anyway, like, are those like your genuine feelings on this whole Colin Kaepernick situation? Yep. Do you do you feel like he did it for money, or do you feel like it's lost did, its importance? Or I don't think he did, but the fact that the outcome, I don't feel like anything's changed. Um, I don't think anything's changed, so it's like I'm not gonna sit here and say that you did it for the money. I would say if it's if it ends here, then yeah, you did it for the money. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I I kind of share a similar sentiment. Um, for me. What I don't like about the settlement is what is Colin giving up in this situation? Like, is there something to where if he does get signed to a team, is he now going to be standing for the national anthem? Like, what was what, what was really part of this settlement? Because both sides give up something. That's true. So. Davey Kaepernick gave up his chance to ever play in the NFL again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that's, they're saying it's upwards along $80 million. Which is okay. That pays him for the time he missed. Honestly. That's yeah. A, that's a full-time contract. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... A, ba- a basic quarterback contract at that. Yeah. So this is fair. It's hard. That's why it's so easy to interpret it so many different like, ways. What really happened? Y'all might as well have went to court. Yeah, it never went to court. It was a CBA now, thing. They didn't even allow it to go to court. Because now it's like, what, they just what did we prove? Yeah. We just proved more speculation? No, huh? They hiding something. That's what happened. Cool, bet. We've been saying it. And you ain't learned nothing new. We learned nothing. You still don't have a job. You got a check. We got away for a little bit. You got some people who 
that wasn't woke good job yeah so no. what so what I would be most interested in seeing is okay upcoming if he does get signed how did how does he act next year that's what I'd be interested in like ah okay I mean, you know, if, if he goes right back to kneeling and stuff like that, then it's like, okay, you definitely won. Yeah, I, true. I feel like right then, he, I mean, he wouldn't be on the field. Very the field, true. They just wouldn't have him on the field. He'd come That's out valid. Afterwards, like That's fair. Like the, new, the way the new rule is. You don't want to no, because they never, um, they never enforced it because there was so much controversy about it. I they never, like... not get on the field. Yeah. Just to avoid all that. I feel like the platform is gone and now it's gone even more that he settled. Yeah. Somebody somewhere is going to call him a sellout or somebody somewhere is going to use an excuse to not really pay much attention to what he's done. And So. I just think it's dead. So is it fair to say if someone goes, I'm with Cap, that you can just go, so you settle? Yes. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> you settle. So you settle. You gotta that's support a settler. Ain't nothing wrong with supporting it. Just say that you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that. I'm sure. I'm sure people are surprised at the outcome. It's like, oh, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of, it, was, it was like, oh, oh shit, oh shit, oh, anticlimactic, yeah. anticlimactic. Yeah, because people definitely was like, oh, because it ended Kaepernick. out of nowhere. It ended up there was no rumors, and it was just all of a sudden just there was a settlement. Yeah, it's like, people, oh, people were expecting oh, Kaepernick like, to really expose these people. Like, damn, these teams is about to get exposed because it looked like they were going to. Like once the that first initial judge said it was worthy enough to actually go to trial, it's like, oh shit, like this is mm-hmm. they got something. They must have something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it is kind of yeah, anticlimactic and just a disappointing end. For real. To, to it all. Yeah, it's unfortunately. true. Unfortunately. Especially that's, something that's, that's really dominated the, the news, the sports news for the past couple of years. Yeah. To just end like that, it's kind of like, fuck. What was it was like for? a letdown. It was like a letdown. A lot of hype for nothing. Yeah. For the settlement. Yep. So, I don't know. Um, but, uh, Le'Veon, officially a free agent. Um, Where do you think he gone? I think... Honestly, this is no bias. I think the Raiders land either him or Antonio Brown. One, because of the money. Two, because if it was a trade situation, we have the draft capital this year. And I just think... For either one of their personalities, Vegas is a sexy option for them because they will be the star of the team. You don't have a Mac there anymore. Derek Carr is not the star of the team. We're lacking that star power. So either one of them would come in and instantly be the face of the organization. So I feel like that'd be a, that'd be a, a, an attractive option for them. I like that. I like that. Or both. We'll take both. <laughs> I, can see both I can see both going there. I would, I would love that. I can see both going there. Who are other like key free agents this, this season? Um, honestly, there's not, not too Is it many really just big names. Like, as far as prolific, yeah. I think those are the, the biggest. Uh, Golden Tate, I think. Mm. But, I, mean, I like Golden Tate. But the Eagles may tag him. Or, you know, just re-sign him. 
Let's see here. Let's see who I got on this list. Oh, no, this is... It's pretty good, actually. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah. So... We can start with the offensive line. Um, on the offensive line, you've got... Oh, I thought you were talking like receivers and running backs. Mm, I, I didn't know. I didn't know you meant everybody. Well, from what, from flat out, from what uh, Google is saying, you got Demarcus Lawrence, Jadavion Clowney, Brandon Graham, Anthony Barr, Shaquille Barrett, Golden Tate, Earl Thomas, D. Ford, Jared Cook, Trey Flowers, Ezekiel Ansah, Cole Beasley, Lamarcus Joyner, Sheldon Richardson, Teddy Bridgewater, Tyron Matthew. And Dominican Sue, Le'Veon Bell, Randall Cobb, Landon Collins, Matt Paradis, the center, Ronald Darby, Roger Saffold, and Frank Clark are the names that I'm seeing right now. And I'm just like, bye. Yeah. Some big names, bye. Bye. But Brady these are also, Jarrett, but yeah, I think a lot of these people are going to be tied up. Tevin Coleman. Because these are people that haven't been re signed yet. So like, Jadavian, so like D4 getting paid, Jadavian Clowney getting paid, like. It, a lot of those names aren't even going to be. Nick Foles is going to go to the Raiders. No, Nick Foles is going to go to the Jaguars. Bruce is going to pay extra money to get that boy Foles. Nick Foles is either Nick Foles is going to the Jaguars or uh, Anthony Barr. Somebody. Wow. Yeah, there's some names here, bro. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of these guys got New England on the side of their name. <laughs> Every year, bud. Every year. So, yeah, man. I mean, is there any other team that you can see Le'Veon going to? Um, the Texans. CJ Mosley, too. He's a free agent. He's going to want to go somewhere the where he can be himself and he's going to enjoy himself. So, I would say New York just for the sake of being in New York. Um, business-wise. For him. Um, he'd have to go to a... He'd want to go to a, a big market team in a nice location. I feel. And it, obviously, it's got to be a team that has the money. Texans. I like the Texans. I think that'd be an amazing move for them. Um they really need to beef up that offensive line, though. So if there's better options for an offensive lineman that they should invest in. They're going to go to Cincinnati on y'all stupid ass. Ew. That's not sexy at all. At all. Why oh, he slide? But we already said that's Joe, that's Joe Mixon team. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot. Yeah. I like Joe Mixon. That boy, yeah. Wow. He's good. He's real good. He's a lot stronger of a runner than I gave him credit for. He's going to go to Cleveland. What? They already got three. They're going to get rid of one. Bro, so he's going to split time with Kareem Hunt? Oh, they do got Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Still about to get worked. Oh, we didn't talk about that either, did we? Oh, we nah. talked about that last week? Kareem Hunt. I feel like we spoke about Kareem Hunt last week. That yeah, was- yeah, we did talk about it. We did talk about it. Damn. Yeah, because remember, we were like, he's going to be by the crib now. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Texans, man. Yeah, I like the Texans. But 
I mean, obviously I'm pulling for the Raiders. What about who knows? What do you think? Um, Patriots. You really think he's going to the Patriots? Hell no. I'm about to say they ain't gonna pay him. Not what he want to get paid. What if he wants a ring? He ain't got going over here. If he wanted a ring, he could have re-signed with the Steelers, and they could have tried to make something happen. Like they had a team to be able to go. He'd be like, I need one season. Give me a one year contract at the veteran minimum. And let me spaz real quick and then go on the team. About to do that. But what if he did? He does. No, he wants money. But what if he did? But he does. What if he did? But he wants to be a white guy named Tom. What? He wow. So, yeah, I think that's about it. Um. No, who do you think? What you talking about for Le'Veon? That's it yeah. for Le'Veon. Oh, I thought you were talking about this. Yeah, I'm about to say because Antonio Brown too. Fuck Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown gonna go wherever Antonio Brown wants. I'm, I'm low key. Well, he can't go where he wants. I mean, he's getting oh, traded. Oh, trade. He gonna get traded to the NFC. Fuck Antonio. So the Steelers don't gotta see him. He going to the 49ers. What do you gotta give up? Or the Seahawks. Couple rounds. Then a decent player. A first rounder. Gonna send his ass to the no, I say second and a third and a good player. To the really? If they do a first and a second and you don't even need a player, it's a first. They're going to send it to the Eagles. Hell no. They're going to send it to the Eagles like shit. Hell no. What did they just... What did they troll Yo, this is Antonio it? Brown to the Eagles? It's over with. Yo. What if they troll him and send him to I a really trash team? Antonio. Oh my God. What the, what the trash team gonna have? What trash team? Well, that's the thing. It's hard to predict the trash team because these lately these teams can go from worst to first in a year. True. So, like, what would you say the trash team? I would Cardinals. say the, honestly, a trash team in this league is gonna be a team that's been middle of the road every yeah. Cardinals. What the Cardinals gonna give up? Josh Rosen. Hell yeah. Fuck. Hell yeah. Draft Kyler Murray. Josh Rosen, stupid ass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what did Josh Rosen do to you? Be garbage. Whoa. <laughs> All right, bet. Garbage. He got drafted before Lamar. He did. <laughs> like he did get drafted before Lamar. They all got drafted before Lamar. Josh Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Go yeah. you. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm not really caring for Antonio Brown's free agency. Like, yeah, he's already went public with it, and he's, he's already talking about teams that he's looking for, and all this other stuff. So it's already kind of like, all right, bro, we get it. Bro. Go where you want, bro. Go be a do whatever you go want. Go be a diva somewhere else. Be great, bro. Like, bro, have fun. With your one ring. <laughs> Does he actually have one ring? Yeah. 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 He was on that team with Wait, San no, Antonio Holmes. He got no rings. He got no ring, bro. I was sitting there like he's not been he in the league that long. Hey, weren't they in the Super Bowl recently? The, the Steelers? The Steelers? The Steelers? Super Bowl? What were the last ones that, that y'all were in? Who None. was who was in for the AFC? It was in all of them. It was in all of them. No, no, honestly. Us. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Brady. Denver. Brady. Denver. Denver went to two. 
Then we went to two. They got they asked whooped by the Seahawks and they, they turned around and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And then isn't there another one? No, bro. Us, bro. Us. Us. Or Brady. is that third one the the Steelers Packers? Brady. Brady. Oh my god. Yeah, I think it was Steelers. Oh. And then that one was Shut up. You mad because we've been in all the Super Who's mad? I was trying to think of what team represented the AFC when it was when it wasn't (laughs) wasn't y'all. The Broncos. Everybody else is trash. The AFC has gone a little something like this. A one, a two, a one. Patriots, Patriots, yes. Patriots. Is, are you going backwards in time? Yes. Okay. Broncos, yes. Patriots, yes. Broncos, Ravens, Patriots, Steelers. Steelers, damn. One team, one year. Ravens and Steelers. Oh, one year. Bro, I don't know if Antonio is on this team. Let me tell no, you. No, yeah, well, yeah, what year was that for this team? He wasn't. He couldn't have been. That's when they still they still had Heinz Ward. No, he was on that team. What? He was a rookie. Damn! You gotta ring his rookie he year. Ring off the must off the. Wait, are you sure? Off the humbug. 2010 NFL Draft number six. I mean sixth round, number 195th pick, Antonio Brown. And when did they go to the Super Bowl? Wasn't it 2010? But okay, but the Super Bowl's before the draft. So was it the 2010 draft of the 2009 okay, 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 season? Okay, 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 okay. You just gotta look at the box score and look at the players on that bitch. If you ain't getting no catch in that hole, I ain't giving him that ring. <laughs> <laughs> that's like you're not giving Carson Wentz the Eagles ring? Fuck, no. That's Damn, bad. that's bad. because nah, he actually put in work. That season, yeah. yeah. He put in work. If he was in on that. If he nah, he doesn't have a ring. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, bro, what? What's your no ring? I was like, how'd you came in, bro? <laughs> what you got oh, it doesn't matter. They did go to the Super Bowl. They just didn't win. That's what, what it was. They lost to the Packers. They lost to the Packers. That was Aaron Rodgers' right. race. Okay, boom. And then this is Tony's before all that. Tony's like, oh, wait. Yeah, San Antonio's before that. San Antonio's oh, wait. Because I remember that man. Oh, nine. Nine. Because I remember that man. That was 2009. That was right before we started our membership intake process. Ooh. That is incorrect. <laughs> I just said correctly, boy. I ain't trying to get held up for nobody. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, shit. You lost your shit to Aaron Rodgers. Hey, bro, you got any nuts? Wow. <laughs> A couple. All right. In the cabinet. <laughs> That's a dad joke. <laughs> you mad because I was asking the man for some nuts, bro? <laughs> I'm hungry. What the fuck? There's really only a few in the um, but yeah. That's all right, back that up. Um, all right. So next up, we're going to the WWE. The WWE. Yeah. The W W E. The double V double V R. The whoa whoa Bro, you got your paperwork, bro? All right, so this past Sunday was the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Which was amazing. It was a good pay-per-view. Um, those chamber matches was five. Indeed. Uh, 
So I'm going to go over the results, and then we'll have, I'm sure we'll have some discussion about the main event. You do that! Um, to recap, as far as picks go, Dylan and myself both went 4-3. and three. Nels, you went 3-4. and four. I am a god. Every time. I am a god at this WWE shit, man. So, Buddy Murphy retained the Cruiserweight Championship against uh, Akira Tozawa. That must have been the pregame, because I didn't see that. Yes, that was on the pre-show. Tragic. Um, Baron Corbin defeated Braun Strowman. That was food. That was freaking food. They fucked that bad up, though. Yeah. Yeah, they did. The He had to have been feeling that the next facts. day. The Usos... Won the titles for the sixth time against uh, Miz and Shane. Making them real. WWE do this for black history, but... Yikes. (laughs) And they ain't even black. Or what they should have done for black history. We'll get to the main event, but what they should have done. For For real. Um, Ronda Rousey beat Ruby Riot and then got her ass whooped by Becky Lynch with them crushes. Oh, yeah, she beat their ass. It was leaking from her head and she shit. She beat both their ass. She Hell beat yeah. her and Charlotte up. That shit was fire. That shit was crazy. She was in the fuck out of them crushes too. Um, Plot twist. She hit Ronnie on the head on purpose. Oh, Ronnie. Plot twist. Ronda break her arm next time they fight. On purpose. <laughs> oh, bitch. Um... Finn Balor won the IC title. Ronda, like she not bought that life for She really is. Uh, Finn Balor won the IC title from Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush in a handicap match. Plot um, twist. What I said before is false because Bobby Lashley got his ass embarrassed. Yep. So, never mind. <laughs> I mean, we all said Finn Balor though. Plot twist. Bobby Lashley, foo. Yeah, so he's not even part of Black History Month. Yikes. Wow. <laughs> Um, the women's tag chamber, uh, Sasha and Bailey beat all the other teams. Great match. Hell yeah. It started out kind of sloppy. Mandy Rose, sexy, but yeah. Who? Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. That was a great match. It started off really slow, though. Yeah. But it picked up. It yeah. picked up like shit. Sasha Banks is my dog. And then they had the one team in there for, like, comic relief, the Iconics. For real, they got their ass filleted. Hey, it was in that spicy for a little bit though, some tag team shit. Yeah. But yeah, they got filleted. The Iconics. And then the main event, the WWE Championship Chamber match, uh, Daniel Bryan retained against AJ Styles, Randy Ooh. Orton, Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, and Kofi Kingston. Um, hell of a match. I like how when it came down to the final two, that match alone went on for like another 15 Lord, minutes. The day was spicy. Um, it came down to Kofi and Daniel Bryan. And me and Nels were sitting here, and we were saying the whole time, we know Daniel Bryan's going to win. We know Daniel, but WWE got us. We kept we kept being like, oh, my God, are they actually going to do it? Are they actually going to do it? Bro, they picked the spot, and then he did Trouble in Paradise, and I was oh like. Oh, my goodness. Like, he knocked his head off. I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, I was like, damn. So I, I got to give them kudos for that, for actually making us believe. And they made Kofi knock out Randy Orton. Not yeah. Randy Orton is about to kill Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Co- they, made Kofi, <laughs> they made Kofi look. Legit as fuck. They're about to give him his um, first big rivalry. You know, yeah. I like I like Randy Orton because of his ability, no matter like who the star is, just to make them look really good. Yeah. Randy Orton makes other guys look really good. Like he does well with that, bro. He gets my respect every time he does that. You sure? I feel like that's what's about to happen. He's not a burial machine like John Cena. You said that with a lot of animosity. Uh, I'm sorry. 
It's okay. Bro, it's sorry it's that he okay. has a shovel that's just like at his back. I feel the same way about Edge and Christian. Yes. No. Okay. Just because they won all the TLCs? I mean, just because their championships are all kind of like true. Sure. They have like probably like three or four legit title wins. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are kind of like. Well, they were heels. So like they're able to yeah, win but like, like Triple foolishly. H was a heel, but most even all of his shits, even though he won them. There's different heels though, because Triple H, Triple H was a a sadistic fighting heel. Edge and Christian were your cowardly, okay. swarmy heels that just capitalized on things. And John Cena went against some fire-ass niggas. Yeah. And had some fire-ass matches. As a, yeah. And won. Okay. Same shit. Just not a heel. Right, but hold That's on. nothing to do with bearing. That's not I don't know. But... Yeah, I was going to say, explain to him how you have John Cena as his burial machine. John Cena's burial machine history goes back a while. Basically... Any new up-and-coming wrestler for a big stretch of John Cena's career, John Cena's winning every time. Instead of doing the veteran thing to put them over and give them a little bit of shine to where they can actually build a resume, he cut them off at the knees every time. As far as opportunities, yeah, as far as shots at titles. And I'm not saying new, like, oh, they just got the... I'm saying, like, they're on... They're in like their first year, and they've gotten the crowd behind them, everything like that, and like it's their time. Who? I I have a peak. You probably have what? What year are you at? I haven't slowed down, so I'm still on one. Oh yeah, John Cena ain't even come in there yet. Yeah. So give, like, give them examples though. Give them names. Tell them. Tell them who. Tell them the same names you told me. Oh shit. Well, um, CM Punk, until Punk basically made it to where they couldn't ignore him anymore. Uh, I feel like they do that with a lot of people. No, but John Cena was on the receiving end of a lot of this good shit. And he wasn't even the best in the business. I mean, there's a lot of things that I don't think are the best in the business that got that get titles. At the end of the day, like, John Cena did have to come up to even be, like, up there to be considered a burial machine. Like, he, come up, he came up and got knocked down the same way Daniel Bryan came in and got mm, knocked down. No, not really. I feel so, like... Now, you're right. Unfortunately for him, like, he had to go through that little Nexus shit. Mm-hmm. And John Cena beat the entire Nexus in one night in a 10-on-one handicap match. I mean, That's burying talent. I mean, Say again? John Cena beat all 10 members of the Nexus in a 10-on-one handicap match. I mean, so Stone Cold was the same shit. Come on, bro. 10-on-one? Really? Stone Cold came into yes. it. How did that happen? How did Stone, he do that? How did Stone that happen? It, it was an elimination handicap match, tag team. And he just won after the other. Like, Stone Cold came into the ring and cleared everybody. It cleared like 29. That, that's clearing the ring. That's different, bro. And he's weren't everybody. No, and the, you're talking about what? During the invasion thing? He started everybody. That's As, not the same shit? No, it's not the same shit, bro. Because these aren't these aren't up and coming talent that are looking for a chance to prove themselves and then just getting squashed. I mean, Daniel Bryan was on the Nexus and he came up. Eventually, so it's supposed to look at everybody him. else, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, but he who what who else was on the Nexus? Wade Barrett. So you're saying John Cena's the reason that Wade Barrett ain't get on? Yeah. 
I'm not making this stuff up, bro. Like, this is, like, a, a really big thing. The one that I've <laughs> definitely heard of was, um... CM Punk got on. Was, um... What's his name? Got on. The guy, Ryback. A lot of Ryback. I heard about Ryback. I heard about him burying Ryback. Yeah, I think he... Okay, I'll, I'll give you Ryback. I'll give you Ryback. Yeah, Ryback actually, like, goes on... Um, what you gonna call it? Uh, geez, Louise. He goes on like podcasts and stuff like that, and talks openly about that. So they're saying the top ten people that John Cena has buried: Wade Barrett, Damian Sandow. Sandow? Okay, whatever. Cool. Uh, so did, the man, the man had great mic skills, great heel, wins money in the bank, and then loses to Cena on Raw. Oh yeah, he won money in the bank, and then the next night, he lost his money in the bank briefcase to John Cena. John Cena wasn't even the money in the bank match. How do you lose his money in the bank match? Because he put it up? Yes. Why and they, and they booked him to... That's just how WWE wrote it. So John Cena got the money in the bank. Yep. And won the championship. And wasn't even in the money in the bank match. And won the title. Yep. Oh, Rusev. Zack Ryder. Bray Wyatt. Yes. That one pissed me off too. Because they were building Bray up to be this... This this enigma, the next Undertaker, and you know he's got these these guys with him, and then every single pay per view match he had against John Cena, three times in a row, he lost every single time. Bitch, like bro, like how are you supposed to build any kind of credibility for this guy when he's losing to John Cena every time? Ryback number six, uh, Alberto Del Rio, The Miz. He won the championship. Yeah, eventually. Won the championship? Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, but Alberto Del Rio was on his way way quicker than that, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he cuts them off the knees and, like, basically sets them back in their careers because of this. The Miz, Umaga, uh, and Cesaro. Here's his answer for the Nexus thing. John Cena says, This has been a topic of debate amongst really hardcore WWE fans for quite some time because it is their sentiment that I should have lost the match. Why did I win that match? Because that is what we did. It's difficult for me to blur the lines on this, but I show up to work and do what I'm told. I will give you the gratification of this. I don't pick how the story is told. I get told that. But I do pick what goes on in the story. In that particular moment, it was too much. I think if presented in another way, it could have been a little more palatable. But I can't change the television show. I've never had that power, and that's something I don't do. If you look at a laundry list of my opponents, you can tell that is that's exactly how I operate. I guess wrong on the way that the story was told, and I guess that's why people are so up in arms about it. But we tell so many stories. I was wrong once. So. Yeah. I don't, know. I, mean, I don't hate John Cena. Like, I think... What he does for kids is great. I think his mic skills are one of the best ever of all time. Um, I mean, his wrestling itself gets repetitive, but he's not a technician. Like, it's just what you can't expect too much. Um, but yeah, I just don't. And a lot of this blame isn't on him, but he kind of bears the brunt of it because he's the company's guy. But whatever. 
Um, I don't even know how we got on the topic of John Cena. Uh, Elimination Chamber. So, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> yep. Deserves I want Kofi Kingston to get a push. Get on. Deserves a push. <clears throat> Put that man like, on. The crowd was firmly behind him the whole night, even. Not even in that match. Like that Put my night. man on, man. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. They did announce... Fastlane is in a couple weeks. It's the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania, and Kofi Kingston will be fighting Daniel Bryan for the title, um, which I don't think he's going to be winning. Uh, I would love for them to set up a WrestleMania match uh, between them to where Kingston would win, but I just I don't have any faith. Uh, so to this date, there still hasn't been a uh, someone who's 100% African-American as WWE champion. And that would have been their chance to. Uh, there's never been some a WWE champion who's 100 percent African American. 100 percent. Yeah, because The Rock is half black. Yeah, there nobody but besides The Rock, bro. No. There's no other black WWE champions. Wasn't Mark Henry WWE champion? No, he was World Heavyweight Champion. Right. That was the title that came from WCW. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't no Booker T was that too? Yep, Booker T came as that. Now you're getting it. Now you're getting it, my boy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like they get these opportunities to to push the company in in the right direction and you know a bold direction. You know something the fans actually would love to see because as over as the new day are imagine if they were dominating the broadcast with one as the WWE champion and the other two as the tag champs it's like they would run the show word and you could do a lot with that you could have other stables forming just for the sake of you know exactly <laughs> right um, I think they missed the boat on a lot of shit and uh, this was just another example of it so, I like it. Disappointed, but loved the match. Uh, they both did great. Everyone in that match did great. Yeah. Great match. Um, Get my boy Kofi to push, baby. Seriously. Something interesting did happen uh, on Monday and Tuesday, though. Word, tell us all about it, bro. Four NXT wrestlers debuted on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, that being Tommaso Ciampa. Joey Gargano, Ricochet, and Aleister Black made their debuts on the main roster. Did they now, spaz? This is strange because uh, two of them are currently the NXT. One of them is the NXT champion, and one's the North American champion, both current NXT titles. Which one are those? Uh, Joey Gargano is the North American champ, and Tommaso Ciampa is the NXT champ. So I don't know what's about to happen. With that, if they're going to stay in NXT until they lose those titles, or... So when they made their debut... They, debut when they made their de, their debut... They had they, the belts. Yeah, I know, but did they Ooh, wrestle? Did, the belts on did, did yeah. they wrestle, or did they talk? No, they did wrestled. They, All four wrestled both nights. Oh, wow. They wrestled on Raw and SmackDown. So it was like two came out on one night and two came out on... No. The, all four wrestled on both nights. Were together and shit? Yes. Like so... Four. Joey Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa were a tag team DIY. Um, so they fought the Revival 
on Raw, and then Tuesday on SmackDown, they fought Sheamus and Cesaro. Was DIY for Do It Yourself? Yeah. Um, so, Ricochet was in a it tag team match with Finn Balor against Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush on Raw, and then on SmackDown, he was in a one-on-one match against Eric Young. Um, and then Aleister Black fought uh, Elias on Raw, and then fought... Um, uh, who do you fight on SmackDown? You tell me. Andrade. Oh, you know what's funny about that name Ricochet? Do you guys remember Ricochet from Lucha Lucha? Ricochet. It was like a cartoon about this like Hispanic wrestler named Ricochet. <laughs> I can't make it up, bro. For real. I must have missed that one. No, I think I remember that. But I was saying, um, no, I thought they should way more cool. like hyped than that. Like they had like some dramatic ass, like they had some dramatic ass appearance on the show. Cause those names are pretty hype. They I had, like them. They just had like regular, like regular matches. They had like no dramatic appearance. Like they just no. pull up. No, just regular match. Oh, they didn't hype them boys up enough. No, they didn't. I mean, they all won both their matches, but... They're supposed to get more hype than that. They're supposed to... You're supposed to hit... Yeah. Now, I don't know what's happening on NXT, on NXT tonight, but they said there was going to be some big announcement. So, I mean, I don't know what that means. Um, but, yeah. They should. See, look. Ricochet. Mucha Lucha. Let's get it on. Watch that hesitation, son. You're still not convincing me. Yes, Ricochet. You must learn to project. Oh, man. Yeah, that nice. was my last warning. All right. I don't intrude big time. Told you. WWE out here copying, boy. Cartoon Network need to get their money. Ricochet. Well, that was actually his name in Japan. Well, <laughs> that's Japan. We're in America. Yes. Okay. Smooches. Are we done with wrestling? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, for the last time, are you positive? Mm-hmm. Like positive, positive. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Um, we're going to move on to the N-B-A. Don't grab my bottle. The N-A-B-A-A-A. The button, 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 button. You were really late with the beat there, beat Master Flex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went so hard. He got that shit in his mouth like it Just, belonged to him. Oh. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What you got in your mouth there, Dill? Pause. Thanks, huh? I need no lighting. I know what that is, lady. I know what that is, lady. Chill out with that fuck shit. Oh, you mad now? Oh, you mad? You know what that is, lady. Tighten up that fuck shit. All right, so before we get started, Duke is getting killed by North Carolina. Speaking of that, the man who the the man who pretty much made these tickets so expensive. They said 
There are tickets as high as $29.90. Excuse me, $29.90. $29.99. No, $2,990. To to go to what? To watch this North Carolina Duke game. Because of Zion Williamson. Oh, you're talking about like in the front row and shit? I'm pretty sure it's, it's like the first bad, five to six years. Too bad Zion hurt. Not he hurt. Isn't he all messed up? Man, you thought money heard that you watch him not play. Yeah, that's crazy. So, with that being said, and before I get into some of the news from, from this season or from this the past week, did you guys watch All-Star Weekend? I saw yes, some things. So, what was your overall feelings on this year's All Star Weekend? Eh, yeah, it's eh. whatever. Up until the last five minutes of the All Star game, I don't, I don't find the dunk contest entertaining anymore. Uh, actually, more interested in the three point shooting and the skills challenge is whatever to me. Um, I didn't watch the skills challenge. Rising stars, I don't really care. To be honest. Damn, you size, my dog. I don't know any of them. You don't know Ben Sands? Nah, I mean, he's... You don't know Luca? I don't know who Luca is. I know who Ben Simmons is. He ain't got no shot like that, but... DeAndre Aiden? So what are you talking about? You talking about the... The new, new boys. What about them? The Rising Star, I don't really watch Rising Star Challenge? Rising Star's Challenge is an interesting concept of a game. I don't think that's a game that should be all four quarters. I think it'd be cool to see like a little challenge. Like you could do like a Rising Stars challenge and then maybe a half of basketball. Just make it a little more entertaining. But I will say this. Jason Tatum snapped. Like he's spazzed. There was somebody else who spazzed too. Because I don't even feel like Jason Tatum won the the MVP for that game, did he? Who won the MVP for that game? Was it Kuzma? Kuz. Kuz was the one who was snapping. He was yeah. in. Um, at one point... Yeah, LeBron trying to save his ass now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see you, young king. Shut up. I see you. Show ass up, but You LeBron. was just trying to trade me last week, bitch. The and, fuck? No, I mean, it wasn't him. It was Magic. But we'll say we'll it. It was LeBron. Um, That's why that bit was 10 seats down from the rest of his team. So what I will say is... What I will say is... This Did is true. He was like three seats away from Bro. him. From them. Petty. He was several seats away. He was several seats away. Um, well, a couple of seats away. Um, what else? I, As far as All-Star Weekend was concerned, um, I liked the skills challenge. That was good. Jason Tatum pulled through with this miraculous mid-court shot that got him the win. Oh, Trey? Yeah. Hey, I thought we y'all was about to get that. Um, the three-point contest was hype as hell. I wish that they would do it a little differently. They went from 10 to 3 and then just had the top 3 shoot it out. I wish they would go from 10 to 5, then to 3. That'd be cool. Um, There's a lot of shooting, I understand, but I I think it would be cool. Um, The slam dunk contest was better than I perceived. um, Let's see. Dennis Dennis Smith Jr. did the damn thing. Um, Diallo... Came towards the end. That dunk that he had over Shaq was stupid. The Dennis dunk Smith. that Dennis Smith Jr. had over J. Cole was stupid. Nah, they had some nice ass. And then nice. J. Cole went and tried to cram it himself. And fold it. And fold it. But the, I'll say the fact this that he much, got up the there, fact though. that he got up there was lit. 
Speaking of J. Cole and his performance, did oh, his you know J. Cole, the people on the floor were there for his concert. He said, I want people to come as a concert. That's the one thing I asked. I will do the All-Star game, but I want them to come out like a concert. So there were people who didn't go in the game and were waiting. Apparently, they were waiting for like a really long time before they were allowed to be out on the floor. So J. Cole gave every single one of them some secret location in North Carolina, well, in Charlotte, that they all went to, and he did a whole show for them. Not only did he do a whole show for them, but everybody who was on Dreamville did like a song or two. Yes. For free. All of it. Well, we for know, well, free. It's the same guy who used to Goat. do those, he used to do those Dollar in a Dream concerts. Goat. Yeah, Goat. G-O-A- T goat. Dollar in a dream. It was like legit, bro. You come with a dollar dream. I guess. And he gave him the location like the day. Yes, bro. That shit was fire. Goat. And then he did some shit to where like not everybody could get into the location. So he did his concert and then afterwards went outside and performed for people that were stuck outside and couldn't get in. Goat. Man, that nigga fire. That's my nigga. Goat. And the All-Star game itself was actually really good. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis team came out to play, like but spasm, LeBron, man. I don't know yeah. what the heck LeBron team LeBron did. LeBron picked the team that he know that when it came Second time half, yeah. to spaz at the last five minutes of the game in an all-star game like it is every year, we not folding. I have them boys. The D Wade have Steph Curry. The D Wade LeBron alley-oop was nice for memory's sake. Yeah. You um, have Steph Curry. Speaking of memory's sake. Pat Riley did an interview with Dan um, Lebertard and essentially said when LeBron gave him the phone call telling him he was going back to Cleveland, he saw a 10-year team go out the window. A Heat dynasty go completely out the window. And he was like, he understands why he went to Cleveland. But he was like... But you fucked up. You could... I feel like that was LeBron's biggest mistake. Because LeBron, LeBron went to four straight finals after the fact. One won against... Golden State with Cleveland. They said he could have went to like eight or nine in a row with the with the Heat and possibly went four or five. Yes, bro. But Bosch still would have been hurt. So it would have been interesting to see how they would have transitioned. I feel like they would have been able to finesse the players. And to be honest with you, I think LeBron's place like period. Was that Whiteside? Whiteside. Yeah. Whiteside and LeBron might have been a problem. Yeah. See, but the thing the thing is is that LeBron made a personal choice. Like, it wasn't really a business choice. I can't say that it was a business choice for him to go back to Cleveland. But, I mean, to be honest with you, that I think him, what he was looking at it was, if I win a ring, if I win five or six rings in Miami, I'd it. be in a discussion with Jordan and Jabbar and all them or whatever. That's a nigga that buried but careers. Getting, yeah, he do. Getting <laughs> one ring in Cleveland. What's your bad name for that? What? Know. Oh, well, he's he's balling decently with the uh, Brooklyn in it, um, but what I was gonna say was getting that one ring in Cleveland. He will be spoken about in Cleveland forever. forever. But that's Cleveland. Well, what, I, what I'm wondering I mean, cool, too, but it's still a city. I feel him, right? Bro. He still could have got that. And that's he the crib. That in that's the crib, though. But that in there's there's a difference from you getting love in Palm Beach and you getting love in Dallas. What I'm what I'm wondering too. <laughs> what I'm wondering too is I wonder if. Maybe he didn't necessarily know at the time how well his body was going to hold up over these next few years. Maybe he would have been like, man, I only got a couple years left in my prime. Like, 
I should, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it now. When really, he could have waited another five years and gone and did and the same shit. You could have kept going. Yeah. You could have kept going. But he does, he does like really mess up careers. Like he literally had, well, who was it? Clarkson. Who's, who the boys from LA? Clarkson and, uh, oh my gosh. Who else oh, and uh, Larry Nance, Nance yeah, Jr. Had them, shit, had them leave from L.A. to go to Cleveland to be part of this team that was going to go to the finals. Oh. Got to the finals, and he cleared it off. Kevin Love. Kevin Love chilling. Love left his nice little double-double machine, 20 Mind rebound position with Minnesota. And he could have been with Andrew Wiggins in them right now, big bobbing. Him and Derrick Rose. No, it went to LeBron. Chris Bosh. Cause Bosh got his though, so he's okay. Yeah, I was about to say he. So he's okay, but damn. He won that one. But come on now. You're crazy. So, all right. All-star game out of the way. LeBron out of the way. Just wanted to share this quote with you that, well, yeah, this quote that um, Draymond said in reference to what's going on with the Warriors. Like, the Warriors are on pace right now to quote-unquote win only 59 games. Oh. Only. <laughs> he says, we fought through some things, which happens. Happen, Green said after the loss in Portland, we're trying to win what? A third straight championship? It's not easy. So shit happens. And shit did happen. <laughs> so and we got through so it. Sucks for everybody else. I know everybody else was hoping <laughs> we didn't. Like I told y'all months ago, everybody on this team isn't going to stop this run. Someone else got to be lucky enough to do it. And luck might have just ran out. Like, bro, we're about to win 59 games at worst. Ooh, whatever. See y'all in the finals. Like, That's crazy. Leave us alone, bro. That's How about you worry about your team? That's nuts. We're about to skate to these finals. Who about, who about yeah. to beat us four times? Yeah, but I see, y'all realize it's a seven-game series. You got to beat us four times. <laughs> I don't care what seed we are. And we're going to be at home for most of those. So I got some interesting for you guys. You know, like stats and metrics and stuff is cool. No. So based off the metrics, I wanted to share with you guys. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. Um, I'm I'm going to share with you guys the top ten clutch players in the NBA. Steph. And how many clutch possessions LeBron. they've had. Well, Number what? ten, Joe Harris, Brooklyn Nets. Points per clutch possession, one point three. And he's had 29 clutch possessions. Damn, Lord. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> randomly. Fuck this is, this is crazy. Well, not crazy, but um, Reggie Bullock. What? Who are you? Who? Reggie Bullock is from uh, Detroit. Okay. He's actually pretty good. To be honest, you should look him up. He's pretty good. So and they, they, picked, they picked him up for the late. They, they picked him up for the Lakers in a trade. Pretty good trade. Number eight, James Harden. He's had 91 clutch possessions. Yeah, boy. 91. Number seven. Now, mind you, this is based off points per clutch possession. So, like, in every clutch possession, how many points are you able to render, essentially? Number seven, Luka Doncic. Doncic. Mm-hmm. Number six, Al Horford. Oh, yeah, he good for it. Number five, Marcus Morris. He good for it. 
He's only had 18 clutch possessions, but he's supplied 1.667 clutch points per possession. That's a Chiefs. Uh, that's a Boston Celtics right? Number four. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Number three, Giannis Atentecumpo. Oh, day. Great freak. He just can't shoot threes. He can't shoot threes. He's 16 of 18 from inside the three and 0 for 4 from further out. Yeah. Of three feet. Oh, he can't shoot mid-range either. <laughs> Damn, bud. In clutch possession. Number two, J.J. Redick. Oh, of course. Sniper. Sniper game Kodak, bud. And number one, with a whopping one and a half point per clutch possessions. Stephen Curry. Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. The number one clutch player in the league right now. Is he like that, Victor? But he hurt. So, quickly, without explaining your case quite yet, Giannis Harden or PG-13? Who's your MVP? Harden. Fuck no. What about you? You got Giannis? Um, I'm trying to choose between... I want to say PG so bad. I want to choose between PG and Giannis, but I'm going to have to go PG on this one. I mean, I would prefer one of those two, but I still think Harden. James is about to get that though. Fucking James. Bro, you got to stop doing that. Just averaging like 50 points a game. Dwight Howard is finally coming back to begin on-court work. Where was he? And he like messed up his like glute or something like that, wasn't it? He didn't retire yet? No, I'm kidding. Why are you worried about his glute? Oh, my gosh. Capella's coming back Thursday. He's expected to. And beat is out for a week with he knee soreness. Be, he was out shooting another JR. Stop so. it. The new interim GM for the Pelicans is trying to get the okay to sit AD down for the rest of the season. Because you know he came back and started playing. Why are you trying to do that? Huh? Why? I don't know. Because he, he can't get paid if he don't play? Yeah, I, I think so. And that might be what it is. So LeBron has stated with now half the season left, his playoff intensity has been activated. Thoughts? His playoff intensity is activated? Mm-hmm. He, he, better get, activate, he better get the rest of his team. You need to activate your body and activate your players. Yeah, your playoff mindset been activated, nigga. You need to get your ring mindset on. Give a damn about your playoff mindset, buddy. You've been on that. And another thing, um, Kyrie felt away because his um, there was a videotaping of him and Kevin Durant talking mm-hmm. outside the locker rooms. I think it was after the All-Star game or sometime during All-Star weekend. And everybody's speculating like what they're talking about. Because now you got New York fans like, oh, because during the video he did this, two fingers up. So now the Knicks are like, oh, they're easily talking about the cap space that the New York Knicks have. Come on, now he's gonna be such a Nick. And like, they approached Kyrie, they approached Kyrie about it, and Kyrie was just like, yo, like, I can't even talk to my dog. Like y'all are making this not fun anymore. 
Said that flat out. Do you agree with him? Disagree with him? Yeah, bro. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah, that's crazy. <coughs> so, we'll go into the standings before wrapping it up for the NBA. Um, in the Eastern Conference, you've got... Um, Milwaukee ahead of the Toronto Raptors. More nah. Uh, Milwaukee's like two games ahead, if I'm not mistaken. Um, at number three, you have the Indiana Pacers, who shockingly enough are doing really good despite not having Victor Oladipo. They, you can tell that that's a team that's really well put together. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're really making it work. Um, number four, you have the Celtics, who have the same record as the 76ers, but again, the Celtics on the tiebreaker. Got the Nets at number six, Hornets at number seven, Pistons at number eight, leapfrogging over the Heat, who's gone four and six over the last ten games, which is the reason why the Pistons have been able to catch up. Leaving out the rest of it, you've got the Magic, Wizards, Hawks, Bulls, Cavaliers, and the Knicks. In the West, the Warriors still two games ahead of the Nuggets. Warriors are 41 and 16. Third, you've got the Thunder. Fourth, you got the Trailblazers. Fifth, Rockets. Sixth, Jazz, who were like 10 or 11 a couple of weeks ago. They're number six. Spurs, seven. Clippers, eight. Kings fell back down to nine. Lakers at 10. And rounding the rest off, you got the Timberwolves, Mavericks, Pelicans, Grizzlies, and Suns. Between the last playoff game and the, I mean, the last playoff team, the number eight team and the number 13 team is a separation of six games. Six games. Um, it is a lot of games, but let's just say one wins three in a row, the other team loses three in a row, then they're at 500. Um, so about that life. Um, I think that is about it for the NBA. I don't think I have anything left, Ron. You hear him, Ron? Ron. You're so Ron. Ron. You're so Ron, bro. Ron Buddha. I like that name, bro. That was pretty impressive. Ron Ronald Buddha. <laughs> Austin Ron. All right. Underrated bars of fame. Austin Ron. I've got a nice selection for you guys. It's not a whole song. It's just the verse. Watch the verse with the whole song. It's not. It's... um. It's Andre 3000's verse on Green Light. Underrated Bards of Fame. Andre 3000. So, I went hard like Medusa staring at me. I told her, let's go. Let's blow this lamp the factory. She said, what kind of girl do you think that I are? The kind that you meet in a bar? You think you can get whatever you want because you some kind of star? No, I'm a comet. I just want you, woman. Hey, if I were you, then it'd be me that I'd go home with. Three, the one and only, the only thing you ain't considered. I heard you when you told your girl, ooh, he can get it. Admit it. You did it. Let's have a cab and split it. I'm kidding. We're both going to where you living. Ha! I got you giggling like a piglet. Oh, that's the ticket? I hope you're more like Anita Baker than Robin Givens. No, I don't know that lady, so let me quit it. I'm just style freeing. Freestyling, which I seldom do. This is what I'm telling you. To the bed, I'm nailing you like I've been in jail for two years and then they let me loose. 
Underrated bars, fam. No, that's wrong song. Give me the green light. <laughs> that one went so bad. That one did What? Is this a moment? That sounded perfect for that song. Whoa. That's crazy. The crazy line that I that I that found that I found interesting in that was when he was like, "Hope you, I hope you're more like Anita Baker than Robin Givens." Anita Baker's known for the song called "Giving You the Best I Got," where Robin Givens was like, she was with Mike Tyson and she like was essentially a gold digger, and then like went on national TV and was and like told the world that this man like puts hands on her. And how, like, they need help. Yeah. And Robin Givens always played the crazy, um, always played the crazy, uh, like, girlfriend or ex or whatever. So I always found that That crazy bitch out there again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway... That's about it, man. Um, I don't know if there's anything more to add for the good of the show. Yeah, I just uh, just got word <laughs> coming across my desk right now. Um, Chris Hemsworth, the guy who plays Thor Ooh. in the Marvel movies. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. Hulk. He will be playing Hulk Hogan in a Netflix biopic. Biopic? What does that mean? Like a biography, yeah. but in picture like, form. Like what you've seen like, like in a lot movies. of these movies recently? Uh, like Ray... Or, or, or Ali oh, okay. or yeah. Malcolm X. Hmm. I can see that. But I wonder if he's going to do this all the time, brother. If they tried you, watch it be some dark shit. Oh. <laughs> you know they're coming for niggas. It's true. They're going to have all his stuff out there, buddy. <laughs> so, so, Netflix? Something else I'm just finding out. Sasha, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey have announced that they're uh, getting married. No, their tag team titles, their women's tag team titles, will be defended on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Oh, boy! No, they are spack, zing. Yeah. Oh, they're taking out all bums. Yeah. They're trying to make that move to make well, these belts have, cross brand. They have a following. Yeah, they do. Wow. That is crazy. That's Watching that tag team championship match, can you tell me how many Boston hugs I think they, need, they had in the crowd? I think what they need to do is make NXT the official third brand and put it on TV. G shit. I mean, NXT is definitely good enough for it. Yeah, because they already have their built-in cult-like fan base, and then niggas that so that, that way you don't have to have niggas like you don't yeah. have to fuck their careers up, bring them. And you still and you still treat way. it, you still treat it like it's developmental. But even it's even like if you want to put them on like Sunday, like you used to have like Velocity or like Sunday Night Heat or Sunday whatever. Sunday Night Heat, yeah. Yo, you're throwing them out. I'm them like that though. Huh? Why? Velocity and he got no love, but this but this is but this would be run different. This is way better than that. Yeah, because you would actually like, be, what was the point of doing them Sunday shows anyway? That was just to get wrestling on TV. Which was in the morning, like shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Velocity was definitely in the morning. Just and it used to be like a recap show. So you'd watch it, you'd be like, oh, I saw this on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Fuck out of No, that next I'm not going to lie to you, is worthy of being the third brand. Like a legit yes. third brand. Like you could have a motherfucking. War between all three of these brands. Yes, right? and you keep the running NXT talent is fine, and then the NXT talent that's crossing over, they fit the NXT Bro, mold. Imagine the Survivor Series matches being triple threats. Come on, with NXT versus W versus SmackDown versus Raw. Bruh, that, that should be so good. That should be wild. And a lot of these, I'm, not, I'm trying to tell you, a lot of these NXT niggas that's coming over, they're not taking off. They're misused and they have this NXT raw ass. So vibe so keep them. them on NXT. So they just make it its own brand. Because they, they don't fit that they don't fit that raw and smackdown mold. And keep that being triple H's shit. Mm-hmm. So that way you get these fans who like more of the indie style of wrestling and things like that. They can just watch. That'll be the shit they watch. Like I go back to sitting there having I feel like, titles from each other, like, hey bitch, bring this shit back to NXT, yes. bitch. Let me get that. We yeah, WWE like brand, change. like brand wars, yes, and then bro. they could bring back an idea like um fall brawl, like war games, and it could yes. be NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. But I mean, I know they got Survivor Series for it, but Survivor Series isn't always all about that. They usually just have the Survivor Series at the end. You could have a full pay per view on just that. Well, that's what they've been doing recently for Survivor Series. Like they had the champions versus champions, yeah, and stuff like that. Hopefully, from the yeah, they, they, they should they should keep on that path. Yeah. I still think one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time was Fall Brawl. Fall Brawl for WCW was phenomenal, especially when they would do war games and they'd have the two different rings and and like they'd be doing like multiple moves and stuff. It was cool. Anyway, that was good breaking news, bro, up top. That's what I'm here for. All right, so we're not going to have enough time to go through fan mail, but I promise you we're going to go through it next week. We would have done it, but I had breaking news. Yeah, promise. So. That was actually on the agenda. Yeah. But um, what we're going to do now is for those of y'all who still want to turn in fan mail, you can always turn in fan mail to us at... We don't want it at Yahoo.com. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Fan mail. Send it to ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What if they want to hit us up on Instagram? Uh, balls underscore sports <laughs> underscore podcast. And what about L Twitter? He tried to trick, trick me. Mm-hmm. Balls underscore podcast. He switched up the order. <laughs> I oh, up. I didn't do that on purpose. Um, the music is on right now, by the way. Um, listen, we appreciate y'all for vibing yeah. with us again. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're actually listening to us. For we appreciate that, man. Um, just keep vibing with us, and we're gonna keep giving you good content to listen to. So you know. The love is always appreciated. Get it? I think we're out of here. Get oh, it? we're out of here. Get it? Yeah, bye, hoes. Great. Scallywags. Keep some money in my pocket if you wanna blow it. I don't save any women cause I ain't feeling heroic. I mean, I tried to save a couple, but they back on their shit. So instead of wasting my time, I said I'm calling it quits. I put my work in my hand. Can't put my faith in no man.